If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. And of course, we have one of my favorite guests of all time, Christopher Renstrom. He's a, an astrologer who actually lives in Utah, but we're so lucky that he can get on the phone airlines, if you will, and talk to us and answer your questions and give you readings. So uh, Christopher is actually just not only a fabulous astrologer, but a really sweet, kind man and very funny, by the way. Um, Christopher is the founder of RulingPlanets.com, his vision of an online interactive astrology magazine. It is based on his book, Ruling Planets, which was first published by HarperCollins in 2002. And he has sold over 50,000 copies. I actually happen to have a copy because it's hard to get, Christopher. It's not, you know, it, you don't have that many out there anymore. <laughs> well, they've been, uh, they've been getting bought up. I know. I know. I was really happy to get a copy. It's beautiful. The illustrations are gorgeous in that oh, book. Thank you. Love thank it. Thank you. Um, you have also been a practicing astrologer since 1985. You created the horoscope column for Allure magazine. Uh-huh. And um, you also carry, you're carried on Verizon, Sprint, Alltel, and you also conceived and developed as the astrologer for LifetimeTV.com. Yes, I did. And that's yes, how I, I found did. you, by the way, you know, online, trying to find a movie to watch. And, oh. <laughs> um, there he is. I think I'll ask him something. I, and I didn't actually. I went to your website this is one of the things I love about your website and a way that a person can actually find out more about you is that you currently write, of course, for the Daily Horoscope for San Francisco Chronicle, sfgate.com. And then you have this lovely thing, Ask the Astrologer feature, which now appears in Catalyst Magazine as well as on rulingplanets.com. People write in and you answer their question. And so when I was reading your answers, I could tell, first of all, you got a lot from whatever they asked because you said way more than the question detailed. <laughs> Well, I, I, it, it's a part of the subscription feature, which is a dollar ninety nine a month. Yeah, and, uh, I just uh, believe in having a very happy customer. Oh well, you, I, I love the way you answer. Not only are you articulate and you are very detailed. Well, thank you. You're welcome, but you're also kind. You know, and I just love it. Of course, I, I am a subscriber to. Um, your beautiful website, RulingPlanets.com. Yes, you are, and we're very happy about that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm too <laughs> chicken to ask a question, though. I'm so afraid that people are going to go, oh, that's Marie. <laughs> so, not, all que- not all questions are published, actually. Oh. Uh, many, many, many more questions come in than are uh, published. No, there's a lot of sensitivity about 
Um, although there's a disclaimer saying, you know, your question may be I know, I'm telling you. I will actually go through and really determine whether that's too personal or whether it's mm. too sensitive. Because the thing is, you know, there is a viewing audience or, or a reading audience. And so you really want to be uh, sensitive to those elements as well. But you answer all the questions anyway? Oh, yes. Oh, my oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. I'm writing in. gets a question answered. Okay, I'm writing in with a disclaimer or at least some, can we lie about my year, which, okay, wouldn't be a bad thing. And no, 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 um, if it, Actually, if you write a note saying, you know, please don't publish my oh. uh, birth date or actually please don't publish my question. Oh, absolutely. We okay. Oh, good, because I am dying to ask you a bunch of questions ever since sure. I joined several months ago, but I'm just kind sure. of a chicken. Uh, you know, I, I, you know. Obviously, I like to air everybody else's laundry um, publicly, but apparently not my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing saying that you should. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. So, also, Christopher, you regularly appear on radio and television and lecture yes, around the country, which yes, is just, I do. I just beautiful. I just got back from San Francisco, and I did. I had a marvelous, marvelous experience out there with the Astrological Society of San Francisco and the NCGR chapter. It was really, really a delightful experience. Oh, well, I'm not at all surprised. Uh, you're very talented, and you love your work, which makes you, your talent even grow and blossom more. Oh, so, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So I have a couple questions before we go to our phone lines, and they are packed at the moment, but okay. Eric, you know, <laughs> people, as soon as someone hangs up, try calling again. That's right, yeah. Okay, excellent. That's wonderful. So, you know, recently uh, the Republicans and the Democrats came to some deal about our economy, about the debt. That's what we're calling it. (laughs) Yeah. I I always think of it as a game, and and that's what I really think of. And I think they should just go down to the basement, get Barack's two adorable daughters. I'll help them. And we'll just go down there and print off as much cash as we need. (laughs) But but what do you think about the whole thing astrologically? What does it look like to you? Uh. Well, you know, it's it's just he was born during an eclipse, and um, Barack Obama is a Leo, which means he's a child of the sun, but his birthday was, I think, one day away from the solar eclipse for that year. And so there's always this ongoing issue in his astrological chart, <coughs> excuse me, where he is being, where he is being eclipsed by great greater forces at play. Wow. And I think when he talked about working with, um, what was it, a team of rivals, I, uh, I, I'm i not sure whether he would want to say that anymore. Right. Um, because everyone he works with basically has their ruling planets in his sign conjunct his sun. Oh, my gosh. Um, he just seems to be this magnet for Scorpio types. So on one hand, he's got um, Hillary Rodham Clinton, and, and he's got Biden, who are Scorpios. Wow. Uh, so John Boehner is a Scorpio, and his new head of CIA, uh, General Petraeus, is a Scorpio, and and he just really uh, works with a lot of very powerful and, and at times conflicting personalities. So I'm kind of always astonished that he's able to hammer out any uh, sort of... <laughs> sort of deal right now with all those forces at play. Wow. And what do you think about the medical, you know, bill that he wants to pass, or it actually has passed, but, but, you know. That's interesting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It actually has passed, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do you think it's going to come to fruition, or, I mean, yes. like, oh, really? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, I think it's something that um, it's, uh, at the time that it passed, <clears throat> there's a whole technical thing, but at the time that it passed, it was right around the period of time that Mars came out of retrograde in Leo, mm-hmm. and uh, it was in the spring, I believe. Of I, I, uh, I get it all. I think it's last year. 
Um, yeah. When, when, when Mars, okay. And that was during the time, it, it, was, it was the Mars season, uh, Nancy Pelosi was very strong with it, he was very strong with it, Mars was coming out of retrograde, so that actually shows promise. Although when a planet is just coming out of retrograde, it's like the wee hours of sunrise. It, 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 it's still chilly. It's still cold. The planet hasn't really risen to the occasion or brought the full temperature of its being to, to force. So that's why it's been such a very long and delayed uh, type of situation. But no, I, I really do think it's going to um, um, emerge. I agree uh, Bar- with you totally. Barack Obama has a slower type of energy than most people, whether mm. he wants it to be like that or mm. not. And you see that with with fixed signs like Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, Aquarius. A lot of their strength isn't, you know, in, in the slam dunk. A lot of their strength is in the ability to persevere and to endure no matter what they're um, up against. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fabulous for a president, you know? Yeah, I, I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he may be sneaking a lot of smokes on the back stairs, but, you know, I mean... <laughs> and he is, you're right. He is sure smoking. He is. I can tell. You're so right. That's hysterical. We can all tell. We can all tell. That is hysterical. But, you know, there is something to be said about holding that middle line and cooler heads prevailing, yeah. and, and that is certainly what uh, his horoscope is built for, no matter, no matter what. Yeah, it's a safer you know, possibility, I think, when you have people in charge of a country who and who affect the world at large who don't act too swiftly. I think that it's a it's a better situation for all of us. Well, I think especially nowadays where everything has an immediate um, pinball machine effect. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you take one action and it can Mm -hmm. go bouncing off in all kinds of directions and will be reported in all kinds of ways. And and it's really a challenge to sort of step out of that onrush and to really, you know, weigh things in the balance. It's not as heroic. It's not as showy. But, you know, what do you want? A heroic, showy, you know, leader? Or do you want a leader who really steps back and, and assesses and weighs all the pros and cons? Absolutely. Yeah, that's wonderful. So before we go to the phone lines, I just want to ask you one question. Last time I interviewed you, you talked about in 2012, I believe is what you said, we're going to notice more of the darkness in spirituality. Is that true what you said? And if I am paraphrasing it correctly, and if so, what does that mean exactly? Well, I, I didn't know. Did I say that or was that something that I had predicted? Yeah, I th- maybe I, it was a prediction. That, yeah, it was a prediction. Yeah, the, uh, yeah there, there's um, what that was in reference was I, I was, you know, I'll do yearly predictions. Mm-hmm. And what that was in reference to is that there may be certain new age groups or there may be an emerging new age group that might take on uh, a more darker uh, edge or tone in terms of uh, what they want to go about doing. Um, what I was commenting on Oh, the name escapes me. But what I was commenting on is that there are certain planetary configurations that resemble, I don't know if you remember this group, there was a cult that was around, maybe it was the Haley Bob Comet or something Mm. like that. Oh, right, yes. Where they had done a collective, um, I think it was a suicide or something like that, because the belief was that their spirits or something like that would would align to the passing comet. Mm. That that was a configuration that I saw repeating, and I was like, hmm, you know, so, so that looked... Yeah, that looked very intriguing. And um, we may be seeing those sorts of things coming from very sort of unlikely sources, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, the recent situation in uh, Norway um, oh, yeah. is, uh-huh. is coming out of that, that sort of impulse. I, I think that 
there may be a militantism which might be connecting itself to a wide range and perhaps a surprising range of ideologies, whether it's nationalistic or, or even New Age. Wow. Okay, fascinating. Thank you for clearing that up for me. I've been thinking sure. about it ever since you made that prediction. So, Eric, why don't we go to the phone lines and take our first caller? All right. Sounds like a great idea. Let's go all the way over to Bonnie, Scotland, and talk to Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi, Christopher. Hello. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. What question do you have? Well, I was hoping to um, just kind of get a general reading on my horoscope and um, and then ask you a question after that general reading, if that's okay. Um, do we have time for all of that, Marie? I'd like to keep it to a question, if we could. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that oh, might help okay. us out a little bit more, Teresa. Okay, well, um, I'm a Cancer, and uh-huh. um, I was wondering, is it, you hear a lot of talk about people saying that you, or they say that you should date signs that are compatible, or be involved with signs that are compatible to your sign, and I was wondering kind of what you believe in that, if you really think that's true, or, or kind of how that all falls out. Well, the way that I work with, first of all, I think you, you want to go out with someone you're drawn to and feel a connection. I, I, I believe yeah. that always comes first, <laughs> you know, and, and if the signs are compatible, that's great. <clears throat> but the most important thing, of course, is, you know, that, that you're drawn to someone that you really feel a connection to. What I have found in pairings um, is that it's uh, usually people that are born in the same season, uh, meaning the time of year, that, for instance, you're um, a Cancer, so you're a child of the moon, so your season is the summer, and you may find yourself drawn to people who are also born in the summer. That might be, for instance, a Gemini, uh, the month before you, a Cancer, your own month, or Leo, the month after. Um, I see from your chart that you were born under, it looks like it's a new moon heading on over into perhaps a Gemini moon. So again, you might feel a very strong draw to other Cancers, Geminis, or, or even Virgos with something like that. Um, and that really has more to do with timing, that if you're born in the same season as someone else, then your timing aligns with each other, and that lends itself to sympathy and getting mm-hmm. along. Whereas if you're born out of season, it's not saying that it's a deal-breaker, but it can make the relationship a little bit more challenging is all. Hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah, thank you very much. That's very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. So have a beautiful day in Scotland. Thank you very much. Yeah, have a beautiful day. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now let's talk to Maura in Seattle. Hi, Maura. How are you? Oh, fine, thank you. How are you guys today? We're doing very well. Good. Well, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to see if um, I could get a little... Uh, input on um, my work situation. I um, have been wanting to go back to work, but do something that's actually fun and not too draining physically. And I think I got it, except that um, I actually ended up sort of starting. I didn't even expect to actually start, but it was the day that we went in a retrograde this week. Right. Um, I was going to say, we're going to be hearing from lots of people with Gemini energy in their chart. You've got a lot of Gemini and Mercury energy in your chart. Yes? Yeah. So I was wondering if you could give me some ideas about how to maybe make the best of that. <laughs> 
Well, Mercury retrogrades are not all bad. I mean, they've got one of the worst reputations in astrology, I will say that. And that's because uh, Mercury <clears throat> is connected to, uh, is named after the Greek god of communication, Hermes, or Mercury. And it's also where we get our Latin word uh, root merc, meaning merchandise. So the idea is that Mercury, when it's direct, that means message messages or buying and selling is direct it's good it's over the counter you get what you pay for etc but when it's retrograde which refers to a period of time when mercury appears to be moving backwards in the sky then the idea is it reverses it goes from being a good thing to perhaps a bad or complicated thing uh, mercury was the god of shopkeepers and so the general understanding is that he's when he's retrograde he becomes the god of shoplifters but that's not always the case um, a lot of times when you have a planet moving backwards in the sky, uh, what it refers to is a period of time in which um, it's kind of like adding up a list of numbers, coming up with an answer, adding them again, getting another one, another, and another. You're sort of like, you know, this is the formula. This should be working, but it's not working. And why? For a lot of people, that's when they throw up their hands and say, I'm over it, you know. But the thing is, Mercury is always about ins and outs and finding alternatives. If you can get into the energy of thinking outside the mental comfort zone and start exploring alternate routes, then a lot of times things that you're overlooking or might not have been as easily available suddenly become available, and it can become a time uh, where people get very resourceful and very ingenious, and opportunities that are hidden underfoot uh, show up. But that's because you've got a sort of mind or thinking, a questioning mind or thinking to go and discover them. So actually, a Mercury retrograde can be full of hidden opportunities just waiting to be um, exploited and used and, and, and utilized uh, if you've got the wherewithal to go ahead and pursue them. Oh, okay. So I guess just trying to think outside the box. Exactly. And uh, you may be uh, being asked to do that in the job situation you're in right now. Um, you know, perhaps it's it's something that they, it's it's a position that suddenly came up, it was very unexpected, or, or they're, you know, they brought you in on a situation um, that's already in motion, and, and, and they're relying on your uh, sheer-footedness footedness and quick wits to uh, move the mom forward, and you may discover some things that they've taken for granted that uh, maybe they should be looking at differently, and that might be very positive and constructive for you and them. Yeah, I always okay. look... Oh, I'm so sorry to mean to interrupt you, but I always look at it as a do-over. And I yeah. loved it when I was writing and Mercury would go into retrograde because I knew if there were areas that I was unsure about in a chapter that I would be inspired to potentially look at it differently. Yeah. So I love it when Mercury goes retrograde. Love it. So you, you would get a chance to do it over, uh, like, in September, if, if, if we're talking about now, or...? Um, the thing is, follow. <coughs> excuse me. Follow what's unfolding right now, but expect to maybe do a do-over, <clears throat> and that perhaps in the do-over, approaching it again, um, may actually end up being more benevolent uh, mm -hmm. than than the situation that you're dealing with right now. Ah, but again, you just great. got this job like in the last two weeks or something like that. Or? Just this just, just this weekend. <clears throat> we haven't really signed anything, so right. Yeah. Okay, and, and perhaps you're a little hesitant about that. Go, you know, 
go and look under the table, check out for hidden clauses and things like that. But but I think you ought to be uh, really quite okay with uh, moving ahead with that because you said you were returning back into the workforce. Is that how you put it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That would actually be fitting of a Mercury retrograde. Yeah. So. A do-over. Yeah, you're going back. You're going oh. back. You're going back in too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, got it. Well, thank you so much for your time, and I really thank appreciate you. it. Sure. Take care. That's so lovely. I, yes, um, I just think that is just. Everyone gets so worried when Mercury goes retrograde because everyone's afraid their computer is going to crash and they're going to sign oh, some right. bad deal. But it's really a time to recompose oneself. You know, to recompose oneself and reevaluate and perhaps make a better choice. Oh, absolutely. And I thought it was hysterical that you brought up do-over because uh, Barack Obama takes the oath of office in a Mercury retrograde. Uh-huh. And as you may or may not remember, he uh, the, the oath wasn't given right. Right, okay. I do, yeah. So the oath wasn't given right. So he had to do that over the following day. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are blessed today to have astrologer Christopher Renstrom calling in from Utah, ask, answering your questions. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Hello, I'm Lauren Archer. I'm a hypnotherapist who helps people change their energy by changing their mind. And I'm Lorelai Spiegelman. I'm an energy healer that helps people change their minds by changing their energy. Together, we are the Soul Sirens of Seattle, sending out the call for you to remember and awaken the wisdom of your soul. Tune in on Monday afternoons at 4 o'clock here on Alternative Talk 1150. Join Marie once a quarter in 2011 for her new Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality and how to reawaken yourself from the dreamlike state where most of us humans reside. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Upcoming Stepping into Consciousness classes will be held on August 18th and October 20th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. You listen to us. Now we want to hear from you. We're ready to listen as you tell us about yourself, the radio programs you love and your likes and dislikes. All you have to do is log on to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com and fill out the 2011 Alternative Talk listener survey. As a thank you, you will be entered to win a trip for two to Victoria, B.C., including transportation, lodging, and continental champagne breakfast. Log on to 1150kknw.com because we're listening. Contest rules and details online at 1150kknw.com. Listen live at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere in the world on the net. You can go to energyintuitive.com or Eric, where can they go to specifically connect to the radio station here? 1150kknw.com. And boy, it's a great time to do so because we've got our annual listener survey going on right now. And that only takes a few minutes to answer a few questions. And then you get entered into a drawing to win a trip or two to Victoria, B.C. on the Victoria Clipper. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. How could you go wrong with that? Right. And we love the input. Um, You'll be actually talking about what shows you like the most. That's right. Yeah. And it gives Mm -hmm. us valuable information. And what kind of topics you like Uh to be covered on the station. So, yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we would love it. So thank you so much for taking that time and going to the website. And, of course, tell your friends that they can listen from anywhere in the world, pretty much, um, to this show and all the other shows that are on this station. So that's fabulous. So, Christopher, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I love having you on the show. It's just great. You're just Aww. I love your advice, and you're so funny, too. Um, <laughs> so, Eric, who do we have next? All right, let's uh, pop on over to Kent. And talk to Rolando. Hi, Rolando. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing okay. I'm not doing good. I'm doing okay. <laughs> well, thank you for your honesty. We so appreciate that. Do you have a question for Christopher? Yes, I, regarding my, my career or financial success, uh, way things are right now. Right. Currently in the travel industry, mm-hmm. and I will... My goal in life is to become a flight attendant, but I don't know if that if that's the correct move that I should be making or not because I've been with this company uh, for six years now. Wow. Okay, and so so when you say you've been dealing with this company for six years now, you want to move in, you want to transition into this position with them, or no? Um, the current I, it's similar. It's very. I, I don't want to pronounce the company on the air, but right, sure. It's very similar as a flight attendant, but you do it uh-huh. on, 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 on land. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. So what you're looking for is should you stay where you are and move on to something else? Am I understanding? Well, that, yes, that's just, uh, specifically to where I think I want to go, which is to become a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> right now, uh, you have had a lot of... Uh, energy to, to change life direction, uh, focused on you since your last birthday. Um, and uh, you're very, uh, if you're not at a position where you're feeling kind of make or break, uh, you're very close to it. Um, this is an energy that looks to me like it's been building up since July of last year, 2010, not 2011, um, and that it should have become intensified in January and then again in late March or April of this year. Uh, it's a very, very powerful energy uh, that's taking place. Uh, you have what we call in astrology a cardinal T-square that's that's taking place right now, and it's very directional. Um, more, the simple interpretation of that would be to move on to something new. I mean, that would be the quickest way of, <clears throat> of saying that to you. So if, for instance, your dream or your vision is to pursue being flight attendant, then I would strongly advise, you know, and it's easy for me to say, I'm not dealing with making the rent and paying bills and things like that, but, you know, I would strongly advise putting the circumstances of the company out of the picture and just putting before you what you really, really want to do. 
uh, that's where your planetary energy is very much pushing you. Uh, you're being pulled by your sense of feeling of obligation and responsibility to other people. Um, so it's really a push-pull between what I want and, and what I feel like other people want or what would be responsible or, or in obligation to others. Um, this is a period of time where you really need to be in your corner and where you really need to put uh, yourself first. Um, so that is what I would strongly recommend. I would almost take the uh, flight advice of, you know, when the oxygen masks drop out, you know, you put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then you, you help the other person. So that's really what I would say is see to your own life and goals and fulfilling and accomplishing those. And then whatever your responsibility and obligations to others or situations, that will follow suit. But you have to be pursuing what you want and you have to be feeling fulfilled from that. That's really what the stars are saying right now. Mm. Okay. Wow. So pretty, pretty much, you know, um, just uh, do what I really want to do and not let the fear of income and security or other things get in my way. Exactly, because that's the thing that's going to lead you into making choices that are going to be half-measured. And the thing is, you're born under Mars, so whatever is getting your passion going, uh, you're, you want to pursue that, but you'll also be able to take care of that. You're a born survivor. I think where you get into trouble, perhaps, is when you start making what's supposed to be more, quote-unquote, safe or practical decisions, and that's mm-hmm. where you end up in situations where you feel very unfulfilled, very frustrated, and not, you know, not connected to what you want to do in life. And you're born under fire, so living your vital force and spirit, that's a cardinal virtue for you. You, you have to pursue that. You won't be happy otherwise. Mm. Sounds like excellent advice, and we can't wait to hear that you are now having your career in the skies. We look forward to um, knowing all about that. I do, too. Um, thank you so much for answering my questions. And uh, Also, my friends have told me to keep on calling you guys, and I did today, and I'm very happy I did. Thank you. <laughs> You're, You're welcome. welcome. Have a and great have a day. day. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. Got to turn my mic on if I want to talk. <laughs> he loves the skies and it shows. That's great. It is. It's great. Now let's talk to Colleen in Seattle. Hi, Colleen. How are you? Oh, hi. I'm great. The sun's shining. <laughs> oh, I know. Isn't it just gorgeous? <laughs> Any day with sunshine here is a great day. <laughs> I agree. So do you have a question for Christopher? I sure do. Uh, I actually called in in December for my very first time calling into your show, and it was Christopher, and I was just thrilled. And I talked, Christopher, about a business my partner and I started a couple years ago, and we were really kind of struggling at that point uh, with knowing what direction to take. And you talked about it getting better, which it did get better, and then it kind of went into a bit of a slump again. But we've really been doing a lot of energy work lately, and so we're really, really excited about the future. And so I just wanted to ask you what you see with that. Sure. Uh, when you say it went into a slump, was that uh, in the last, like, two, three-ish weeks or earlier? It was earlier. Okay. Was early. Well, well, no, wait, I'll wait. I take that back. Then we did have something that happened just a few weeks ago. Yes. Okay. And um, was that a sort of... Um, it's not the best way of putting it, but that did that, in essence, kind of move the field posts in a way? Like yes. at first you might have seen it as a postponement or a delay and like, Arr! but actually maybe with a little bit more review, it could potentially be more 
advantageous or beneficial, but it would just take more of an investment of time and energy. Does that make any sort of sense to you? Yes, absolutely does. Okay, okay. I'm trying to, uh, as an astrologer, we don't know, we read. So what I'm trying to do is read this in the, in the, in the best way possible. So, so just repeat your question again for me so I can align it with what I'm looking at here. Well, what I'm asking is, you know, we are very excited about the future but, um, and anticipating great things. And mm-hmm. so what we, you know, what we're feeling, I guess what I'm, what I'm, saying, I'm trying to stumble over this, so if we're right. really looking in the future, what will it look like for us? Okay, okay. I see uh, two, maybe three, but I feel more committed to the two, um, periods of reinvention. Now, that's not a renaming or a rebranding, but it's reinvention, uh, kind of along the lines of repackaging or reworking what the identity. Uh, it, can I call what you're doing a business, a company? What, what's the best way to refer to it? Uh, it's an agency. Okay, an agency. There's yeah. a re purposing or repackaging, recasting of the agency twice, okay? Uh, now, that doesn't mean you have to go and reincorporate or change the name or something like that. No, but what it might be is perhaps uh, reworking the clientele or the demographic, something in which um, you're positioning yourself twice in order to get a better, um, more clients would, would be the simplest way of putting it. Um, and those there should have been a period just recently in June um, and there may be another one, there is another one coming in late November to December, okay? The third one that I'm kind of intimating, and hopefully I'm not sounding too abstract here, uh, would be in the um, <clears throat> late winter period, like in the late, uh, it would be like in March, would be the best way of putting it. And at that point in March is uh, when I see you experience experiencing more like, <clears throat> okay, I, I understand why we made these changes. They weren't the easiest things to do, but they were necessary. We got some headway. Oh, wow, you know, it looks like we're really beginning to uh, move forward and, and progress at a really good pace. That That's the realization of the feeling that I see you having in that March period. Um, but there there are two more periods of time in which uh, things get re reworked, and again, the uh, it, it's in order to either up or it's in order to update what it is that you do, and and also to get as much uh, clientele and business as possible. If any of that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does make sense. And do you see with that um, the profitability increasing? It should be really, really quite nice. Um, you. You, you, you know Barack Obama and having to endure. <laughs> you, you have a bit of that going on in your horoscope as well. It's like um, the national debt was a little annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But the thing is, you, you, your great strength comes from persevering and mm. enduring. And at this point, I completely understand that you want to be seeing more for what you have to put up with, what you have to endure, how you have to stretch uh, resources and things along those lines. But once we get into next year, it's going to you're going to feel much more like, okay, I can see where this is going. I would imagine right now you're like, not another list of things I need to do to bring it, you know, and, and you might be, you know, with all due, and, and fairly so, like, tired of doing that. Mm-hmm. But there definitely is going to be a sense of, like, 
okay, I understand why I had to make these changes, and now I really, wow, I really do feel like we're on the right track. That, that sensation or that experience, that realization should be in March of next year. Beautiful. Okay. Wonderful. Well, That's thank beautiful. you. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's uh, go back to the phones. Let's talk to Renee in sunny Bellevue. Hi, Renee. How are you? I am well, thank you. Listen, and thank you, Christopher. Listen, um, recently I've learned not to give my power away so readily to others. And in the process, I'm learning to gain and build confidences to be in the world on my own. Uh, However, I feel like I am in mourning a lot lately. Emotions and tears sometimes come out of nowhere. But I want to know... Does this mean that I'm getting ready for what's coming, or am I still dealing with fear? Okay, you are a Pisces? Yes. Okay. Well, this is a big deal for you guys. I don't know if you know this, but on July 12th of this year, your ruling planet Neptune celebrated its first birthday. Oh, I didn't know that. it, It returned to the place it was in the sky when it was first discovered. Um, back in, uh, I, I believe it's 1846. And hasn't yeah. Neptune been retrograde for a while? Oh, well, planets go retrograde back and forth oh. on a regular basis. In fact, Neptune will spend about six months of the year mm. retrograde. But this is the first time that Neptune came back to the place it was in the sky mm. when it was mm. discovered. And more importantly, after 156 years, this is the first time your own ruling planet, Neptune, is mm-hmm. in Pisces. Mm. Okay, so this is a very, very powerful, significant event for you and uh-huh. for all Pisceans, because what's happening, when your ruling planet is back in your sign, yeah. uh, for other people this could be once a month or once a year, but for Pisces, mm. it's a, once every 156, when your ruling planet is back in your sign, that is a place of strength and power and of enormous growth. And it also gives protection. So what's probably going on right now is if you're feeling this sense of mourning, this this heavy sort of emotion no mm-hmm. uh, flow through you, I would imagine it's release. It's it's those emotions that are leaving, that that are moving through you, and that they are leaving. Uh, your confidence, your understanding of confidence is not. I don't know if it's going to be the popular understanding of confidence. The popular understanding of self-confidence is usually connected to a fiery idea. I'm self-confident. I know who I am. Er, get out of my way. You know, that, that sort of thing. Or positive thinking. Or I love me. Or whatever. Uh, but the thing is, when you're water and when you're Neptune-like water with you, your confidence comes out of your power and capacity to forgive and to empathize and to feel. Oh. Oh, These very not... interesting. Now, oh, how yeah. long is Neptune going to be around then? Oh, in Pisces? Oh, it's your next 13 years. Please. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, if you're going to wait that long for it to happen, <laughs> you're going to get a good return on it. <laughs> yeah. It's your next 13 years. And okay. so what I would strongly advise is um less cup half empty and more cup half full and filling up even more. Your strengths come out of your sensitivity and your love and your compassion. These are not seen really easily as strengths in our world nowadays, mm-hmm. but they're extraordinary strengths, and they are so necessary. They're so important. So let yourself 
go with what you feel, your love, your compassion, your capacity to feel bad. That's a strength. That empathy, that compassion is a strength, and it's something that reaches out to other people, and it's something that they're going to turn to for you because they're going to feel like you really do understand on a very soulful level the depth of their experiences. That's just lovely. I think that's really good news. It's like winning the lottery. Oh, my God. That is such a <laughs> wonderful... It explains everything. Thank you so much. I Thank really you. appreciate it. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. You as well. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're interviewing Christopher Renstrom, an astrologer who currently lives in Utah, but you can find him pretty much anywhere on the web. He also is the author of Ruling Planets, Your Ruling Planets. It's a beautiful book, gorgeously illustrated. And also, Christopher, they can find you on rulingplanet.com. Rulingplanets.com, absolutely. And for a $1.99 month rollover subscription, you can subscribe and get features like Cosmic Alert and Ask the Astrologer and Duck and Cover Rise and Shine Days and uh, more explanation about your ruling planet, where where it is in the sky and how it affects you right now. Sounds wonderful. We'll be right back. Become a Reiki Master the weekend of September 9th through the 11th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic site and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You'll receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website energyintuitive.com for more details. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at EnergyIntuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. You listen to us. Now we want to hear from you. We're ready to listen as you tell us about yourself, the radio programs you love, and your likes and dislikes. All you have to do is log on to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com and fill out the 2011 Alternative Talk listener survey. As a thank you, you will be entered to win a trip for two to Victoria, B.C., including transportation, lodging, and continental champagne breakfast. Log on to 1150kknw.com because we're listening. Contest rules and details online at 1150kknw.com. Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural alternative talk, 1150 a.m.
Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It's Thursday. We're live here in Seattle and, of course, live on the net. And I'm interviewing Christopher Renstrom, an astrologer who's based in Utah, but it's kind of all over the globe. Um, Christopher gets um, interviewed and appears on television and lectures around the country all the time. He also writes the Daily Horoscope for San Francisco Chronicle, sfgate.com. And his Ask the Astrologer feature now appears in Catalyst magazine as well as on rulingplanets.com. And, of course, you tweet because I follow you on Twitter. And, and I love what you sometimes write, what planet is he or she on? And you choose a celebrity and, uh, and then you write about why their life is the way it is. And when we were off air, we were talking about um, Neptune returning yeah. or Pisces returning to Neptune, however it's... Ne- ne- Neptune is a planet, so it returns to a sign, Pisces. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I'm not I an know, astrologer. It gets, I just, it gets confusing. I pretend I am occasionally, but I'm, I'm clearly oh. not at all. But I can tell when things are really important. Like I, you know, I didn't know the language correctly about Pisces and Neptune, but I knew it was a really, really big deal when I read about it briefly a few weeks ago. And and you said that it's why Ka- Casey Anthony got off. Yes, it is. Why? It Explain is. that. Well, uh, Neptune is connected to mystery and enigma, and um, it actually does have a reputation for being connected to scandal. Um, but it, what it will do is that because of its connection to the unconscious and enchantment and allure, it blurs the mind. It blurs the oh my senses. God. <laughs> and uh, Casey Anthony is a Pisces, and she has two ruling planets, uh, Jupiter and Neptune. Her Jupiter, um, which is one of the ruling planets, is at six degrees Pisces. Neptune got up to about maybe three-ish or four-ish degree. It was stone's throw from the Jupiter. When, long story short, when you have ruling planets in your own sign, that is when you have the most powerful protection. And so with the approaching Neptune going into Pisces, uh, what happened is that the waters become so blurry, it's so difficult to see or whatever, that there's release, that um, that it was actually almost like a no-brainer that she would that Oh, she my would be God. Released. I should have called you because I was literally shocked, you know, and I'm thinking they must have spiked the water fountain for the jurors because... <laughs> see, water imagery. because <laughs> <laughs> they were drunk, clearly, you know, they were drunk on something. But this totally makes sense on an astrological level, like they couldn't well, see through the trees. Right. And the other person who's actually getting protection, too, because he's a Pisces. And um, I mean, it, it, there's a whole explanation, but he's getting protection at all, as well as Rupert Murdoch. That's another Pisces who right now is under protection uh, by his by his ruling planet. So whenever the ruling planet is in season, that means going through your sign. One of the things that it confers for good or bad, you know, the plants don't make judgments, and, and sometimes we're happy with that, and sometimes we're like, huh? You know, but for good or bad, the, the planet in your sign, your ruling planet, not any old planet, your ruling planet in your sign confers protection. Wow, amazing. That is just amazing. Yeah. Okay, now I know when I need to do a crime if I need to get off. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you call up Maria. That's <laughs> right. I'll call you before I do whatever I'm going to do. Friday's good for carjacking. <laughs> okay. Is it really? No. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. So, Eric, who do we have on the line? I'm a little bit worried about you now. (laughs) Let's talk to Suzanne in Seattle. Okay. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're great. Thank you. Yes. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead with your question. Um, I uh, am going through a lot of transition uh, in the past several months, and I had a, a big breakup after three years. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's never fun. 
and it's been pretty hard. Um, yeah. That other person moved on really easy, and I haven't yeah. moved on very easy. Right, because it wasn't your idea. Exactly. Yeah. Aww. So I guess I'm actually from Seattle, and but there's a part of me that thinks that I might actually need to, to move away. From Seattle? Okay. Utah. It's gorgeous there. <laughs> Salt Lake. We, it's hardly ever rainy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's a part of me that thinks that things have not been going. Um, it's almost like it was a breaking point for me to possibly consider moving and making, mm-hmm. like, starting something new, like moving. Right. I was thinking about moving more down to Olympia, not like like a huge move out of the state, but mm-hmm. okay. just like to distance myself from, you know, but I um, you know, I don't really want to run away because this is my hometown. Well, the thing is, I think you should play, you should, you have a wonderful opportunity to put your options on the table and look at them, and it doesn't have to be life or death risks here. You know, you can, you, you've got some variables, you've got some options, and you can put them out on the table and, and, and see what feels right. Um, what's going on here is you're, you're coming out of what has been a rough passage since, uh, since uh, basically uh, 2009. Uh, maybe even I could start the, you know, it would be 2009. And so a lot of things have been uh, coming to a head. Uh, certainly the spring, this past spring that we just had, uh, should have been uh, moving forward, and that might not have worked out in the way that you wanted to or circumstances didn't align just right. Um, the eclipse, the eclipses is what's been going over your Venus and Virgo, your Mars and Virgo. That's all the stuff dealing with the relationship. Again, this is one of those things where it's very easy uh, for me to say this, Suzanne, because I'm not the person who, <laughs> you know, went through the breakup. But what I can alert you to is um, you can do better and you will do better. Um, you can do a lot better, actually. And um, <laughs> honestly, I think it's his loss. But, um, you know, and there's a lot more for you to move on to. I don't feel like you got to be your whole you before. That's you don't true. mind my saying. That's true. And I and I think there was a lot of conceding and yielding of ground. So I think it's not pleasant, but I think this fellow did you a favor by removing himself from your life and letting you uh, move forward with really the things that you want. You're a Leo. Everything is going to come from the heart. And and but the at the end of the day, all fire signs, whether you're Leo or Aries or Sagittarius, you have to be true to yourself. And that isn't always the easiest thing to do. Um, but it's the right thing to do. And at the end of the day, you're going to be connected to some to other people who are equally true to themselves because you share that spiritual value. And that's very, very important. So I feel really bad about what you're going through. But at the same time, you can do a lot better and you're going to do mm-hmm. a lot better. So That's uh, so sweet, Christopher. Oh, I, mean, I pr- appreciate that. Yeah. And I can just feel your energy just shifting and shifting in this conversation because it's true. And people know when they're hearing truth, I mean, their soul connects, they start to pull in bright energy, they feel revitalized again. 
So that's just great news. Thank you, Christopher. That was so beautiful. And so obviously you're going to get a better partner, and you're going to have a heck of a lot more fun. So congrats. And always always remember the motto of your ruling planet, the sun. The sun always rises on a new day. Write that (laughs) down and always tell yourself that, and you will be working in complete conjunction with your ruling planet energy. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. And I can't wait to hear about this new guy or person, (laughs) whoever it is. I'm excited for you. Okay, thank you. All righty, bye-bye. Bye. All right, now let's talk to Bob in Issaquah. Hi, Bob. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing very well, thank Perfect. you. good. So do you have a question for Christopher? I really do. My question is, I've been going through a very intense time the last two or three weeks. Okay. Very intense. And as I start to come out of it, I start to step into more of my consciousness, uh-huh. But as I try to do that, it seems like I take one step forward and three steps back. That's consciousness for you. That is. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make it easy. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> so what uh, what can I help you with uh, more specifically? Well, I was kind of wondering if you could tell me um, what you actually see is happening with me. I know uh, it's very strong and intense, but I'm quite mm-hmm. not sure of what is exactly happening, if, if I'm making right. any sense. Yeah, well, if I'm understanding you correctly, and please feel free to correct me if sure. I am not. If I'm understanding you correctly, you're trying to understand the sensation and incorporating it in the rest of your life so that it then becomes something you can understand Correct. and maybe even use rather yeah. than something that's kind of like tap dancing in and tap dancing out. Right, exactly. Yeah, because, well, and and even though I sort of was making light of it, um, there is no agreement between our conscious and unconscious minds that the Mm -hmm. two are supposed to get along, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, When you realize that most of our minds are unconscious rather than conscious, it's what we're struggling to bring to light, and it's a struggle. Uh, Hopefully it's a creative struggle rather than, you know, a difficult one, but Mm -hmm. it's very much a struggle. And when you're dealing with shifts in consciousness, uh, it's a lot like trying to remember your dream in the morning. You know, there's a sensation that something happened. You get an image or two, but then, you know, it sort of mm. quickly fades. That, that's exactly what's been happening to me. As I'm dreaming at night, I'm I'm going places. I would expect that you're having a very active dream life right yes, now. I am. And, and the thing is, uh, that intensity is something you're going to seek and really enjoy. Mm-hmm. One of your ruling planets, Mars, is right next to your sun, so you really love, love that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, there's enough of pragmatism to Scorpio. And yes, Scorpios have pragmatic sides. It's <laughs> one of their great guilty secrets. Uh, but there's another side of you that's like, okay, that's great. What's it all mean? You right. know, how do I use this? How yeah. do I bring this to bear? Right. Um, I think you've got a lot of this energy uh, that started probably around the solar eclipse, maybe about July 1 or July 5th-ish, mm-hmm. um, and that it's continuing on through. What I would do is basically... And just so um, you know, we have about a minute left on sure. the show. What I would do basically is ask your consciousness what it's trying, wh- what it wants. Okay. Ask it, get it to work for you. You know, Why should that, you be definitely. doing all the work of trying to figure it out? Right. Ask it what it wants and let it communicate to you. And just go for three words. That's it. You know, just ask for three words. Ask and then, for three words? Yeah, just ask for three words. Any all three words. They don't okay. even have to be a subject predicate or object of the preposition. Just any all three words. Uh-huh. And then sit and reflect on that. And then what will begin to happen is you will start giving conscious words to unconscious experience. And that's 
the pretty much that comes from automatic writing, by the way, late nineteenth century, uh, William Butler Yeats, Ireland. But um, that's basically how the two spheres will communicate to each other. Great. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bob, for calling in. Okay. So wonderful. I know he's going to get perfect um, assistance out of that. And thank you, Christopher, for coming on the show again. I just oh, love thank you having you. Thank you so much for you. having me on the show. Oh, my gosh. Pleasure. It is a pleasure. I so agree, and I know the callers get so much out of the experience. So people can find you on rulingplanets.com. Yes. They can subscribe. They can read you know, your questions and answers and all of those good things. They can follow you on Twitter and Facebook. They can go to my Facebook page if they want to and find you there. We all want to be there. Oh, yeah. I love Facebook. Isn't it fun? <laughs> I know. And you have so many friends. Oh, yeah. I just love all my friends. I thank know. you. We, all love we you. do. Oh, thank you, Christopher. You're so <laughs> we sweet. You, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> have a great day in Utah. I can't wait to give you a hug in person someday. And joyful blessings to everyone. And thanks again, Christopher. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.